I'm Helen. And I'm Steph. And this is our podcast. And today we're talking about Christmas and how to make it as jolly as possible. We are Christmas stress. Because it's December. Can you believe it's December? I know. Oh, my actual word. Um, yeah, yeah, there are no words. It's bonkers. How are you, by the way? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm just, I think we probably say that every time. Like, we can't believe it's October. We can't believe it's November. <laughs> yeah. We can't believe it's December. But it's just gone so quick. But yeah, I'm good. I'm looking forward to, I get quite a nice chunk of time off work at Christmas. So I am definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I can't wait for some time off. Last time I spoke to you, you had all your Christmas shopping done and wrapped. So, yeah, yeah, nothing more to add, <laughs> really. Done. <laughs> How's yours going? Uh, a lot, a lot slower. Um, keep sort of thinking. Oh, I've done really well, and I've bought one present. But that makes me feel good that I've done like one or two. So I, yeah, I re- I ke- and also I'm being really indecisive this year. I find with online shopping because I'm doing a lot online, mm. I'm, I take ages sometimes to make a decision. Yeah, it's so much more difficult, isn't it? Maybe this is something we'll talk about: the whole online shopping versus in shop shopping. <laughs> yes, that's what you call it. Um, but it's definitely a different experience. And just I've just yeah even just things like not even Christmas shopping but buying things for me like clothes and stuff you can't feel it you can't try it on you can't see how it fits and then it arrives and it looks completely different and disappointing compared to the model on the website yeah it's not it's not the same experience no it's tough and I think I've realized I'm quite particular like I ordered a nail varnish thing and it's got a sticker on the box. And I mean, I know that doesn't make any difference to the product, but I don't like that sticker that's like a big barcode <laughs> that's ruined the box. It's ruined the look of it, yeah. Um, yeah. I'd uh, rather pick that out myself, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But it's difficult, isn't it? So I guess we can't avoid talking about good old COVID when we think about Christmas let's not dwell on it too much but I suppose (laughs) that might be a good starting point because this year obviously is going to be very different and is probably adding a ton more stress onto people when it's quite often already a stressful time of year I think yeah no another thing just to start off with saying actually is I think we all forget how stressful it is and how not everybody has a great time yeah, that's a really good point to make, I think. And I'm sure we'll get onto this, but it's the the picture perfect postcard, mm. TV, advertising. Don't know why I'm randomly mentioning this, but I think I heard it on a Jay Shetty thing. And I didn't realise it, that, you know, we ex- when people get engaged, they expect to get a diamond ring. Mm. That apparently only came about in the 60s because of advertising. Really? So we, we, we were fed that. I mean, I'm getting a bit kind of like, I'm going to get all cynical now and, you know, <laughs> but but if that's what you think you should have, that's what mm. you, yeah, you've got to do. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And you, yeah, you, I totally get advertising is so, so powerful. And that image of 
perfection and beauty and the with when it comes to Christmas, you know, all the supermarkets and I know they've all sort of tweaked their stuff this year and but the whole that whole perfect image of the perfect feast laid out and the perfect family and everyone's having a great time and everyone has lovely presents and nobody's arguing and everyone is just happy and jolly. You know, it's not like that for a lot of people for a number of reasons. You know, maybe a lot of people don't even have a family or have lots of family feuds that are, you know, they're trying to put to one side for a day. It's just not always the jolly time of year that people expect. And I think especially this year with COVID thrown in and adding loads of other, you know, difficulties on top of that, it might be a tricky one. Just to shatter the illusion even more, like I I also remember watching a programme about how they make food look fancy on the telly. And they stuff pies with like cotton wool and put some kind of shoe polish on a turkey. So it's not even <laughs> real anyway. I wouldn't advise that at all. I would not recommend that. I don't think. No. no. Oh, I, don't, I mean, it might look good, but it's not going to taste good. <laughs> exactly. It's all in the taste. It's all in the taste. Yeah. And I think with these, I do, I do like a bit of a Christmas cookery program, but again, you know, like we watched Jamie Oliver's the other day and he kind of always does the same sort of stuff with the how to make a bronze turkey and how to get a really crispy potato. And it's I like watching it, but at the same time, you know, they kind of do this whole thing. You can do all this prep the night before and then you can do all this and then you can have 65 different veg and it's going to be really easy for you because I've taught you how to do it. And actually, the, like, you know, he's a professional chef, him doing it versus me doing it, it's not going to be the same experience. Exactly. And it puts so much pressure on, doesn't it? Like it's so, mm. so much pressure for, I think I've mentioned before, I come from a big family and when we've, when mum and dad have like hosted lots of people, it's, it's so much pressure to cook mm. for lots of people and get it all right. And all the timings, oh my gosh, timings yeah. on a roast timings, are so yeah. difficult. So difficult. So, yeah. um, Maybe an idea, this just came into my head, for us, well, it makes my dad really happy. He does the turkey on the barbecue. Um, and it's, Really? Yeah, it frees up oven space and it's in like a dome sort of style barbecue. So it comes out quite juicy and it makes him happy. So Everyone loves a juicy turkey. Yeah, exactly. No one likes a dried up turkey. No, no. <laughs> That's a great tip. I'm loving that. Is it a coal barbecue or a gas barbecue? It's a coal one. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's amazing. I love that. Quicker. It, the time, it reduces the amount of time you have to, you have to cook it for. And it's a bit of a, a novelty. Th- well, like a bit of a, he loves it. I think he likes the showmanship of it probably as well. <laughs> oh, let him do it though. If it makes him happy. That sounds great. And it saves oven space. Exactly. And that that possibly something in that I was thinking around doing what makes you happy and makes mm. you happy as a family. That yeah. doesn't have to be the same as everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Particularly this year. And I think like, you know, we all know that the whole COVID lockdown restrictions, loosening of restrictions over Christmas, people will interpret them in different ways. People will think that, you know, they are doing what is right for them and maybe won't understand why other people make other decisions. So this year, more than ever, I think we just need a bit of compassion and just 
you know, do what's right for you. Just because you can do this for five days or you can mix with however many households and you can travel across tiers, you don't have to. If it's not right for you, you know, take into account your own, your personal circumstances, your own views on it. And just, you know, you have to just do what's right for you. And people will understand this is this is one day, it's one Christmas, it's one year. The risks are still there they're not disappearing for five days we know that so I just think everybody has to just do what's right for you and everybody else has to understand that people can make their own decisions how do we how do we set those boundaries and also I guess what comes into it the families is there's all that emotion and it's the one time of year you think that you get some quality time Mm. together what I wonder what the best way of doing it with compassion and and yes it's setting a boundary isn't it which can be quite Mm. scary I think yeah boundaries is totally the key word and it is it's really difficult considering that you've probably never had to make these considerations at Christmas and you just we all just assume that you know this this is what we always do at Christmas and this is what we will do I think like early thinking and early planning massively helps so it helps you and it helps everybody else so you're not in this position where you have to make these snap decisions so you you know starting to think now about what feels right for you and if you've if you've agreed to something and then suddenly now you're thinking I feel really uneasy about that like trust your instincts if you know that that doesn't feel right then do something to change it because ultimately if you're doing something that you don't feel comfortable with you're probably not going to have a great time while you're doing it anyway and the worry and the stress is just going to be compounded so I think making those decisions early being confident in trusting your own instincts are really important oh that that's bang on that advice because I can so I've so been there before and I so know that I can do that and seeing other people in that situation where you underlying like your gut has told you that you're not comfortable and I know we've talked before about how it's important to sometimes kind of push those boundaries a bit because that in other ways is good because it builds up uh, self-confidence and Mm. you know exploring new things but in certain situations you've got to listen to it I think and Mm. because otherwise it can just lead to like overwhelm you know when it Mm. all just and the tiniest thing then because I think they talk Mm. about a stress jar in your head you could imagine stress like a jar and if it fills Mm. up too much you just do overflow and then everything's difficult you know yeah that's exactly right yeah I call it a stress bucket which but a jar might be a bit better to understand because it's smaller (laughs) bucket feels quite big like I reckon mine with quite a lot of stress (laughs) I reckon I could take a stress bucket yeah (laughs) well not take one but I reckon a stress thimble yeah but yeah no it's a really good analogy because you imagine you can only take so much and then yeah like you say you just feel end up feeling really overwhelmed and everything feels difficult and I think just planning your time as well I know you know even without Covid Christmas for us is quite busy we've got quite a few you know we've both got families we want to see and luckily most of them live um locally Phil's brother doesn't but they normally come down and then we kind of see everybody and fitting in some friends and people that you've bought presents for their kids and you want to see them so 
organizing your time early and knowing what you're doing on what day massively helps there as well because otherwise you just end up the week before Christmas feeling completely overwhelmed with how you're going to fit everything in and then that really means you sacrifice your the time for yourself as well and you end up just cramming too much in and saying yes to everything and then having no downtime. Oh that's got me thinking time for yourself which we we Mm. don't necessarily I don't know about you but I feel like I don't think about that enough and weirdly before we started recording I thought of last Christmas and it was a really nice one um I was had a lovely Christmas day um with with family and we were over at my auntie's but I was actually really poorly afterwards Mm. um I had like this tonsillitis and cough thing but in a weird way it made me slow down and have time in a new place that I'd got and I think of it really fondly like it was a rest time which was probably what I needed yeah and isn't that interesting I know we've spoken before about physical manifestations when it comes to mental health and stuff and actually maybe that was in a way your body telling you to stop and that's the only way that it knew that you would listen (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so true, so yeah. true. Because I, I think we do feel that that other pressure we've talked about, like pressure and getting the right food and stuff. But socially, there's a lot of pressure, isn't mm. there? Yeah, so much, so much pressure to to fit everybody in, to see everybody, to be all things to all people, and also to be um, happy and jolly all the time. Which, like we've just said, it's not the case for everybody. But I think. Well, you know, particularly if you have, you struggle with your mental health anyway, you have, maybe you have a mental health condition, you have depression or anxiety. And actually the fact that, you know, that doesn't go away for Christmas, despite other people's expectations that, oh, it's the happiest time of year. Therefore, you can't possibly be depressed on Christmas Day. That is, that is not the reality of it. And I think a lot of people forget that. And then we, that kind of compounds the issue then for those people who think, well, I, then I must act out this whole role that I'm, I'm feeling okay because of that, because of other people's expectations. I'm feeling like you can't say that you're feeling low at that time of year because it's just not an acceptable thing to say when actually, you know, it's, it can be a really difficult time of year and all the other stresses, actually, it can be a more difficult time of year than, than normal. Yeah, definitely. And and I think I wonder if boundaries come into that again, because if you you can if those boundaries, your own personal boundaries aren't respected, whether that's, you know, you know, emotionally or mm. socially, that's when you can kind of burn mm. burn out a bit sometimes. Um so is it coming back to again setting those setting those compassionately is that the right it's not the right word I don't know that's such a that's Uh, such a good word I love that like compact being understanding others but putting yourself before others as well I think sometimes in doing that being compassionate to yourself and I think when we talk about you know people who have mental health conditions maybe you've actually got to a really good point where you're managing it quite well because you've and a lot of that work will be because of boundaries and will be because of looking you know self-care and looking after yourself and at Christmas the temptation is just there to massively neglect all of that and then the risk is that you neglect all of those strategies that you put in place 
for a couple of weeks or a month or whatever and then that actually really takes its toll on your mental health so just because it's Christmas it doesn't mean that you have to start saying yes to everything that you have to do things that you feel really uncomfortable with that you have to you know like alcohol for instance if you don't normally drink but there's a big pressure to drink at Christmas that's you know it's well known that that's a depressant and that can really alter your mood so just you know stick into your boundaries and knowing what helps you normally it's okay to still do those things at Christmas absolutely that is such good advice because those self-care habits whether it's getting a good sleep Mm. maybe not not drinking um making sure you're having enough water having a vitamin d supplement whatever it is um it's kind of trying to it's so hard isn't it over that that period to remember those things but if you can then that's really giving you a good foundation for anything that you do have to deal Mm. with and let's put it out there I mean there's always something around that time of year that's a bit orcs Mm. there's always like you know not necessarily like an argument but bit of tension maybe sometimes somewhere yeah yeah of course yeah and I think we don't we don't sometimes spend all that much time with families and there's this pressure to spend the whole day or the whole period particularly this year where you're expected to kind of form a bit of a bubble when they're the only people you can see I can you know I can completely imagine that tensions might be even higher than normal because you're you're compounding a lot of time with people that you know maybe you don't always spend that much time with so yeah 100% it's it's gonna it will throw up some curveballs and some arguments and some disagreements and you know uncle so-and-so will have too much whiskey and you know (laughs) tell somebody what he thinks which he probably wouldn't do if if he's not drunk um but yeah I think just yeah it's still okay to say no to things at the end of the day you don't you know Mm. you don't have to do all of this just because it's Christmas exactly Mm. I don't know why this has just come in my head but it was in some news headlines I was doing this morning and it's the best cracker joke of 2020 I think it's just been named what is it okay so it's uh what's Dominic Cummings favorite Christmas song (laughs) uh do you know what I never guess jokes but I reckon I've got this driving home for Christmas (laughs) yay That's literally the first Christmas joke I've ever guessed in my life. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> that is brilliant. I love it. Are they actually printing that and putting that in crackers? I think so. It was it was a, it was a Sky News headline this morning. I was like, fair. I mean, sorry, Dominic Cummings and relations if you're listening, but it's quite lol, isn't it? That is very lol. I love that. I really hope I get that joke in my cracker. <laughs> Oh, also, sorry to randomly just go on about Christmas music, but Mariah mm. Carey's All I Want for Christmas might make its first Christmas at number one. Oh my God, that would be awesome. And that's the first time ever, which is mad, isn't it? Yeah, that is mad. Do you know what, with Christmas songs, I just I did a Christmas quiz earlier with um, a little team from work and the best-selling Christmas song of all time is White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Wow, no. Did you know that? That surprises yeah. me. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah, considering that a lot of people have done that as a cover as well. I said it would be Slade because I thought that's been around since the 70s. It's like a massive one that everybody knows. But it's surprising with Christmas songs. A lot of them probably didn't ever get to number one. They just float around for like 50 odd years. (laughs) 
that's mad making loads of nice royalties for the people who wrote them oh my gosh yeah yeah, I bet they do don't they every Christmas they get they get lots of royalties maybe we should write a Christmas song Steph I what do you know what I'm I'm thinking what kind of instruments have you got around I've got a hairdryer I think (laughs) there might be a trumpet in this room actually so oh guitar I can see a guitar brilliant let's do it you Let's sing. Let's do it straight after this. You're in a choir. You can do the singing. I can sing. Yeah, brilliant. That's great. Let's do it. We'll be number one. <laughs> oh, that. my goodness. Uh, um, what was one of the other things I thought about? Oh, we sort of touched on this already, but the whole perfectionism thing, I think, over Christmas. So you've got all of that pressure and perfectionism. I think there's maybe we could do a whole podcast on perfectionism, you know, because it's such an interesting topic and one that is so um, under, not undervalued, but I don't think people recognise in themselves and talk about enough as quite a big thing that might impact on mental health. Because I think if you're a perfectionist, it kind of runs through so much of your life without you even realizing it but the the pressure to be perfect at Christmas so like we were saying if you're cooking the pressure to cook the perfect meal the pressure to buy the perfect presents the pressure of oh my gosh how much is that person spending on me I spent 20 quid but maybe they spent 50 quid I need to go out and buy something else or um you know the pressure maybe if you're in a new relationship that pressure of buying the first Christmas present my gosh like the that the kind of perfectionism element to Christmas is enough to like break you I think so you just I don't I don't know I don't know enough really about how to help somebody who is an ultimate perfectionist and I'd like to learn a bit more about that I really hope part of it might be the tide turning what we're seeing on social media where people in terms of body image mm. are starting to go look this is this is reality and actually this is this is beautiful it absolutely is why have we been conditioned to think that the quote unquote like perfect body is all that's beautiful mm. so it got when you started talking I, it, that immediately for me I started thinking about Instagram and I thought for me that would be limiting the amount I go on there mm. because it's challenging when you're seeing it represented like put in front of you that your friends are doing it perfectly or that celebrity you follow is doing it perfectly. Mm. But it's just, it's just, a, everyone's got their own battles, haven't they? Mm. There's always something going on behind the scenes and you're not seeing that. So. Yeah, yeah. That's such a, that's such a big thing, isn't it? A lot of people say you don't, everyone's fighting a battle that you don't know about. And particularly on social media, that's such a good tip. I think just even just, you know, don't go on it for a couple of days. Why don't go on it for Christmas Day? Why do you need to? You know, that's time that you spend with people you love. You don't need to care about what other people are doing on Christmas Day. The people that you care about, you'll see or you'll speak to or you'll do a Zoom chat or whatever. You don't need to, you know, have that all infiltrating your mind when maybe you're you're not having a day that looks like their day and then you start to kind of worry that your day isn't the right sort of day you know that all of that whole you know so it's such a complicated area but I just think you need to do what makes you happy like you said at the start and have your sort of Christmas and don't worry about everyone else's and don't worry about it being perfect because whatever is perfect 
Absolutely. And I really hope, because I think reality TV, bit of YouTube, certain, actually, I'm not sure reality TV has helped. I think it's probably done the opposite. But I think we're starting Mm. to see it a bit more. But maybe that will really help in people's pursuit of perfection. Because there'll be other options, you know, to think about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that that the tide is turning, like you say. I just, I just think it's it's a long road isn't it if you've kind of got that ingrained into you it's very difficult to challenge that but yeah I think just knowing that you're doing what makes you happy and um yeah perfect is quite often out of our reach anyway it's normally not real as well sadly Mm. but not sadly in an exciting way because real is actually probably more exciting I've just decided yeah. that, guys, we've got this. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> this is our reality. I'm going to own it. Own your reality. Uh, should we do our three things? What did you say earlier? I loved it. Oh, yeah. Three three things that make us feel jolly at Christmas. Is that what I said? Or was yeah. it a Christmas? I feel like there was a song, but I'm not sure now. <laughs> oh we haven't had a song on one of our podcasts for a while a holly jolly christmas yeah it's a bit of buble oh it's buble nice yeah 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 um do you want to start oh go on then i will say my number one is a bit of a tradition on christmas eve going to midnight mass um oh that's so yeah. nice it's funny this year because um my grandma, so my grandma would normally be, normally be with us and come with us. Uh, it's normally me and my dad that go, but she won't be with us because she's going to stay at hers. And mm. they're ticketing it, so I think I've managed to get us a couple of tickets. So hopefully, yeah, oh, that'd that's be good. good. That's yeah. so good that you can still do that. That's that yeah. would be such a shame if they didn't if they cancelled that. Yeah, it's special. I like that. Mm. Oh, that's so nice. Um, I think mine will be being grateful for the little things. So just this year, I think, has taught us that. But being grateful for family and being able to see family and having our health and saying goodbye to this year. (laughs) Love it. Um, Yeah, definitely that one. Number two, I'd say taking some time for me and resting and trying not to put as much pressure on because I tend to pack out you know during the week and stuff when I'm working and don't give myself a break so yeah I'm gonna try and take a break yes I am holding you to that (laughs) I'm going to check in with you that you're doing it (laughs) oh golly (laughs) um Oh gosh, I want to say something about the nice food. And this is actually, I forgot to say this about the whole pressure to overindulge as well. And like, you know, that's the whole nother thing, isn't it? With adverts and stuff, but just, yeah, a bit of like those Christmassy foodie things that are not around for very long, indulging in those a little bit and not feeling guilty for doing it. Oh yeah, great mm. shout. Mm. On on that note, number three, I'm just going to say cheese. <laughs> I'm gonna bathe in it. I'm gonna eat it. 
<laughs> I'm going to jump in the raclette. <laughs> I'm going to wear it. <laughs> That'll be me. That'll be me. There's a really funny little um, meme, or it might be on a Christmas card or something, which is like, it says like, Christmas Day, joyous and lovely and eating turkey and being around the Christmas tree. And then like those funny days in between Christmas and New Year, where you don't know what day it is, you don't know what time it is, and you're literally full of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Because that's all you do from Boxing Day to New Year's Day is sit in your pyjamas and eat cheese. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I love it. Um, Oh, number three will be to, I think, keep it in perspective a bit and knowing that this year is going to be different and we won't be able to maybe see the same people in the same way that we normally would, but it's only one year and it's all good. Those people are still there and we're doing it to keep everybody safe ultimately. So yeah, just like it is what it is and have a nice time with what we've got. Oh, that's a lovely note to end it on. That's powerful. I like that. Oh, well, we wish you all a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for being with us through 2020. What a lovely thing we've made here, I think. I just got a lump in my throat. Uh-oh. Oh, don't. I'm going to cry. I feel emotion. Emotion. Thank you so much for listening. It means everything because this has been just a, a light, literally like a light this year. I've... I absolutely love it. Oh, me too. It's been, it's been definitely one of those positive things that has come out of this terrible year. And we look forward to more great episodes in 2021. Woohoo! Bring it on! Woo! Bring it on! Um, as ever, any ideas for episodes or any comments we'd love to hear from you, you can email us at helenandsteph at gmail.com. And on Insta, it's Helen and Steph underscore model through. Fabulous. Have a lovely Christmas and a non-stressful Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the cheese. (laughs) Enjoy the cheese. And we'll see you in 2021. See you next year. Bye.